Hey, it's Leanne Wolke. So I was thinking about yoga studio ownership today. I've had a lot of friends lately who own studios and they've kind of been at this um, turning point. They've had their studios for a period of time. They've had some level of success, but they've also put in a tremendous amount of work and a tremendous amount of hours. And they're at this point of, do I move forward and try to grow my business or do I abandon it completely? Now, for me, I wanted to open a studio since 1998. And I thought that would be fantastic. I thought I'd go to India, I'd come home fully confident and purchase an existing studio from a woman in Philadelphia. When I got back from India and I started teaching for her, all of this fear came up and I began to question myself and I began to question my teaching and I began to wonder if I buy this studio, will people come still or are they just coming because of her? It was a lease space. I don't even remember what the cost of it was, but I think the total cost for the studio was about $100,000. And again, it was 19 98, uh, which seems like forever ago, and it kind of was, but I found myself unsure of a lot of things because in a business like yoga, um, there you don't have a physical asset as far as like a building. Um, you've got your gear inside, but they're buying a service. And is that service teacher-dependent or is it community-based? And this has been a big thing for me, Um, but I'll tell you more about that in a minute. So I ended up not buying that studio. I went back to the corporate world and worked for another several years until our daughter was born, and then I took time off, Um, and then I signed a lease for a studio. Well, I backed out of that lease as well because I was scared. I was nervous about the landlord. Was it the right space? Was it the right time? Was I the right person? And I regretted it. So fast forward another uh, maybe five years and ultimately I opened a studio. Now a couple things shifted in between there, but my point is this, is today I was listening to something on the radio and it was talking about the story in the Bible about um, the shepherd, I think, that, or the the wealthy man that gives his talents away. He gives five to one guy. He gives two to one and one to another. The guy that gets the five talents goes out and invests it and earns another five. The guy that gets the two talents goes out and does something with it, and he gets another two. And the guy that has the one talent is so fearful of losing it that he, like, buries it in the ground. So when the master comes back and recounts who did what with his money, well, the guy that had five now has 10. The guy that had two has four. And the guy that has one still has one. Now, you might expect him to say, well, gosh, this poor guy only has one. The guy that got 10, maybe he could give him one or two and things would even out. But that's not the way the world works. So the guy that had the one talent who had buried it and had been so fearful was told to give his talent to the guy that had 10. Because if you can't be trusted with small things, you can't be trusted with big things. And that's kind of how I look at yoga studio ownership. It takes 
tremendous risk. You have to be willing to spend money. You have to be willing to risk it to make something more. For years, I kind of took my talent and tucked it away, afraid to use it, afraid that maybe I would lose money or lose reputation. Ultimately, though, when I put it out in the world, it multiplied because I was able to share this gift of yoga with so many people and enrich so many lives. And for me, that was a huge privilege to get to have that, that opportunity. But I think sometimes we forget and we get fearful and we want to just hold on to things as opposed to thinking like, okay, time to up the game. I got to up my ante. And ironically enough, tonight, as I was driving and heard that little sermon on the radio, I was contemplating dropping out of a very expensive program that I'm part of. And it's a business program and it's helping me craft my business and learn a ton. But I thought, gosh, is this the time? It's a lot of money. Am I getting the return on my investment? And then I turned the radio on and I heard that story. And I knew that my answer was not to go hide and try to hold on to what I have, but rather to use the gifts I have, to use the resources I have to grow exponentially. So often in our lives, we want to hold on to what we have, but truly joy, growth, all of it comes when we put ourselves out more fully than we imagined. When we're willing to take that risk and we're willing to lay it all on the line. So my invitation to you is to question, where are you holding back? Where is it that if you up the game that you're playing, you might find huge results? All right. Bye for now. And go play big.